Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. This is part three of the Demonic Possession podcast and for those of you who do not know me, my name is Alisha and I am all the way from South Africa and this is my channel, Hello Poland. Um, so guys, I know I promised to do it like a week ago but Every time I attempt this part three, I had some issues. I mean, like, I, I had issues. Um, one of the issues was, no matter what I did, the podcast was an hour long. I, I recorded two of them, um, deleted them afterwards. And so, like, it was just a mess. Um, and if I try and make it any shorter, it seemed rushed and I honestly don't know what to do to make it not as long and um, I, I think I'll give you like the day and a blip of the information but I won't go into as much detail as it entails. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, every time I try and do this I would just get diarrhea. I don't know why. It's maybe my psyche being scared. Yeah, so here's me going on a detox every time I record this podcast. But it's very interesting. This time gap that I took now before recording this third one. I was contemplating a lot. So with religion i'm sorry this is getting deep quite fast quite quickly um so with religion like any religion we are told to believe in like some form of a god you know like either like god or buddha or whatever you want to call it you know like it's it's a it's a it's a god um but i mean no one has ever seen it no one knows if it's real okay sorry this is uh, yeah me and my th thought process but if there is a god why aren't there demons i mean if you can't see it how do you know they're not real and if there are gods and demons then why aren't there ghosts because if you can't see it how do you not know it's real yes and so and that is my thought process i mean like I, i'm not saying gods one of the gods aren't real i'm not saying they don't exist and i'm not saying they do exist and i'm not saying them demons exist and i'm not saying they do but i mean there are some unexplained things in the world and there are and i think people like to put themselves at ease to think it's something they can put a name to it so uh here we are now enough with my brain farts let's get on with the podcast that we've been waiting for part three of demonic possessions 
So there was something that I was quite curious about and it was about if there are any exorcists in Poland. Now I couldn't find a number that is more recent but in 2016 there was a number like around 130 exorcists um, that were present in Poland Um, and the reason why was because the devil lives where the faith is the strongest says one of those exorcists which is very interesting very funny actually Um, and then one of my other questions that I had as well clearly I had some time to think up some things and do some research but one of my other questions was about exorcists in South Africa and I typed the same thing in Google that I typed for Poland and I could not get a specific amount for South African exorcists but I got a name Um, so exorcists definitely do exist in South Africa Um, and because there was a case of like a girl a 16 year old girl being possessed by demons in South Africa Um, and well I mean it was on Wikipedia and I don't trust Wikipedia at all but I typed her name in and then I got a lot of information in Polish and I'm so confused so I don't know if I trust all the sources anyway now officially starting with the part three okay so I think the last day I read was um, Wednesday, March 16th. So I'm going to start with March 17th, the Thursday. So Father Bowdern, Bishop and Mr. Halloran, um, they went to Roland's house around 9 o'clock to 9.30 at night. told everyone that he was very sleepy at around 9 p.m. and his parents actually helped him get ready for bed but they had um, quite a bit of difficulty keeping him awake um, for long enough to change his clothes so then Roland fell into a deep sleep like the, the same as the previous night Um, And then his father had to... Oh, like it was necessary for his father and his uncle to hold him with quite a bit of force because of him starting to like toss and turn gyrating. And then... By using holy water and slapping him in the face, Father Bishop was blessing him frequently with holy water 
and then Roland spat directly in the faces of his father and mother and uncle. His were shut tight and he was still very accurate with aiming without opening his eyes. And this all happened during one of his tantrums. And he also did not know that he was fighting the one, the people that like were holding him down. So um, after the whole ordeal, he was very exhausted, and um, he had like a normal pulse. Yeah, so that is like crazy. Um, so they said that like um, Roland was not a vulgar yet but he was very loud and eerie and occasionally Roland hummed tunes or sang phrases from Swanee River I don't know what Swanee River sounds like um, but I am going to go find it and his melody was false though and he sang in a very high-pitched voice and finally Roland slept or fell asleep um, at 1.30 a.m. and then the fathers left so yeah it's crazy so Friday March 18th I do need to find Swinney River though and I'm fun like just googling the song it is in the blues category where there's a lot of speculation that blues is connect like connected to demonic possessions and demons and like whatever um <laughs> and another funny thing is swanee river is florida in united states national like song um what is it called yeah like the state song so I thought that was a coincidence as well because I mean like yeah I worked in Florida I, I lived in Florida for two years so it's, it's very funny for me okay so I won't be able to play the song to you because I mean like it is copyright protected but it's basically like way down upon the Swanee River far far that's where my heart is yearning ever Home where the old folks stay I can't, I don't know the actual lyrics Like I don't know the tune But I quickly listened to one and I just messed it up anyway Um, so it's just like um a bluesy song, calm And I don't think I don't know what it would sound like if a demon sang it seriously. Yeah. So, Friday, the March 18th, Roland had an episode like a spell at around 1 pm, and his father held him tight, um, kind of like, you know, restraining him, while his mother and aunt prayed with the rosary. And then the struggling ceased in about an hour. Um, 
Then later, Father Bowden, Bishop, and Mr. Holleran, um, and it seems like another person, arrived at Roland's home uh, around 7 p.m. And they chatted and played a game with Roland. He was tired around 8.15 and um, they prayed with a rosary next to his bed and um, they said the prayers over him and they recited it and, um, and they actually started with the exorcism ritual again so um, the litany of, of the saints so with using the litany, the mattress of uh, Roland actually started shaking and Roland was awake. Um, then the shaking stopped when Father Bowden um, blessed the bed with holy water and they continued with the prayers of exorcism. But then Roland started seizing up violently and they began to struggle with his bedding and his pillow and Roland's head and arms and legs had to be like um, held down by three men and um, they said that like his contortions showed them how incredibly strong he was and like unnaturally strong beyond what this young boy's strength, natural strength, should be. So um, he spat at relics and at the priest's hands, and he was. Um, it, it seemed like he was in pain whenever they like splashed him with holy water, and he fought and he screamed in an, a diabolical high-pitched voice and one of his quieter reactions he moved his feet in like a, a rhythmical fashion and then Father Bowden held a blessed sacrament three or four inches from the sole of his moving foot and then his movement in his foot stopped and um, yeah like they believed that this blessed sacrament showed how strong it was without fail so for short time periods uh, Roland would become conscious but he would not know really what was going on or what happened and he said he felt pain in his arms um, but I mean like that was from them holding him down and him like pushing against them. So then he, no, then they started the exorcism again and Roland went back into his tantric state and he tried to repeat some short prayers with Father Bowden, but R Roland 
stood up in his bed and he was fighting all of the people around him. He started shouting and jumping and swinging his fists. Um, they said his face looked devilish and he was snapping his teeth in fury and he snapped his teeth at the priest's hand while, while he was giving a blessing and he was biting the people that was holding him down trying to restrain him so i mean like yeah he's he's a rabbit he's a rabbit like just put him down anyway sorry that's mean um by midnight um it didn't look like anything was going to change roland was still standing in bed and um he then dropped to his knees and quietly went through psalms and he repeated the psalms four to five times and um, he would use the words Hail Mary and then he started beating out a rhythm on his pillow um, that sounded like trotting horses and then Roland would get up again and he would he began a fight for the eviction of the devil and he was gyrating in all directions like literally moving and tossing and turning in all directions he pulled off the upper part of his underwear how and how oh wait yeah and he held his arms high above himself then he made he made gestures like upwards like he was pulling Um, he said in a happy, like victorious voice and mood that he's going, he's going. And Roland limp on the bed in like a relaxed condition. Um, so, I mean, yeah, what was that? And um uh, yeah so everything indicates that potentially the demon exercised um for a moment he seemed normal and they seemed relieved and the whole family now bed and um Roland was asked about his experiences and he said uh, and like yeah so that's crazy Roland then got out of bed and he put on his bathrobe 
and goodbye to the fathers. He seemed to have made a complete recovery around one o'clock in the morning and by 1.30 the clergyman actually left but um, by two o'clock in the afternoon Roland back is coming back and they called the father like father bowed by quarter past three in the morning wait no this is confusing i think they made a mistake anyway so at around two o'clock in the morning he said he felt strange sensations and that he's coming back yes because or else this does not make sense and at quarter past three, Father Bowden was called again. And um, the three exorcists came back. And they made no progress at around half past seven. Like, they made no progress until half past seven, where he, like Roland, just fell off into a natural sleep fall into a natural fell into a natural sleep oh my goodness yeah so uh, he's very violent at this stage and i thought that he escaped but no it's back it's back baby so officially it's now saturday march 19th and the exorcist arrive at roland's home at seven o'clock in the afternoon or like evening Roland went to bed at 8 and they started with the exorcism again. So he was shouting violently with a fiendish laughter. So he sounded crazy, man. Um, and the shouts resembled a dog barking and he was snapping his teeth. Um, <laughs> they said it was truly diabolical. And he had violent reactions upon the prayers of exorcism. And that's very crazy. I'm sorry, Roland, that this was happening to you. So when the exorcist asked for a sign through the Presepio prayer on three or four different occasions, Roland urinated, so he peed, um, like he had no control. He complained afterwards that the pee, the urine, was burning him. And during one of his previous urinations, Roland folded over, like doubled up with pain in his stomach, and he woke up crying. And he also complained that his throat hurt a lot. So Roland um, sung very beautifully in a dear voice with real finesse. And he sang a blue dunaby. I've got no idea, guys. I don't know these songs anyway. So he sang blue dunaby with excellent 
like excellent voice and flowing gestures of inter- interpretation um, and then he sang a hymn old rugged cross and they said that it was strange because it sounded very professional but every like his whole family says that Roland cannot sing well in his everyday life so they don't know where this was coming from so then father bishop hummed the tune of blue dunaby after roland was awake and roland couldn't sing the song he couldn't even carry the melody he did not even know the song um, and he said the same thing a few days later and um, so later that evening Roland became quite playful and he made a playful call towards one of the fathers present he would call them over and over in a very pleasant voice but when they ignored him Roland's voice turned hard and he would say something like father you stink then he became violent and um, he was fighting until three o'clock in the morning when he was exhausted and he fell into a deep sleep and the exorcists waited for a half an hour and then they departed to wherever they rested you know so they mentioned that they think god seemed to have pity on roland because um when he became violent he at least became exhausted and during that time it was like the devil was not permitted to mess with roland while he was sleeping so they were like oh no thank goodness you know for that um but uh, they said that what like at that night when he was urinating it really burned him he was breaking winds or farting um, and he was cursing the exorcists multiple times during that time he would say some vulgar things like get away from me dot 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 go to hell you dirty sons of dot 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 um, damn you you dirty dot 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 I'm not saying all of these things guys um go look it up like honestly and um yeah he would finally stop around two o'clock so monday 21st of march um the family was worried because roland was not sleeping well and they and Roland's family wasn't sleeping well either, you know, like it's a, just a, such a messed up situation that they constantly have to subdue this kid, like um, hold him down and uh, support him. That like his mother actually was exhausted and she had to be taken to a physician. 
And so they all thought like, oh, let's take Roland to a, a hospital as well so that some of the family members can take a, a break. So um, because Roland was so aggressive in his tantrums, they decided that he would be taken to the election brothers um which i don't know what that is but it might be one of the i'll check but one of the like psych wards or yeah, yeah so i did check and it's a behavioral hospital so election brothers behavioral behavioral hospital and so they knew that it had the equipment to restrain patients in the beds when they are violent so Roland was put to bed at 10 and he was scared of his surroundings in the hospitals um, in the hospital because I mean like it had barred windows there was nothing in the room it had straps on the bed there was no knob on the door so he was extremely fearful you know like and he felt intense fear um, and Father Bowden then began with the litany of the exorcism and it was actually completed and then Roland did not fall asleep afterwards but they did not see any reaction um, on the part of the devil so the exorcists left the room while Roland's father read prayers for his son so Roland's father continued reading for him or to him for about an half an hour and then his father slept on a deviant in the same room and there was no situation like Roland slept peacefully throughout the night and Roland awakened at half past six in the morning and he was taken home that day. So Tuesday, March 22. <laughs> so Roland went to bed at his uncle's house around half past nine. And then shortly afterwards, the bed began to shake and he it seemed like the situation like the operations were starting up again so Roland's mother called father bishop and he along with two other priests drove to their house and arrived there um, around half like oh, around 11 o'clock my goodness how far away do they live anywhere the three priests knelt next to the bedside of Roland and he began to pray and um, the bed shook and oh the bed shook during short intervals um, on three different occasions so I mean like spooky and when the exorcism was completed Roland drifted off into a natural sleep so the fathers went away around midnight and nothing else happened on Tuesday the 22nd but Wednesday the 23rd 
So Father Bowden arranged that Roland would have a room at the college church rectory and um, two beds were provided so that Roland's father will, could sleep in the same room as Roland. So Roland took a brief instruction on it's like a quick, you know, these are the key points of the Catholic religion. And <laughs> you know, like a PowerPoint version or bullet form. And then he went to sleep at half past nine in the evening. So, um, short acts of faith, hope, love and contrition were received by all, the, all of the group. Um, and Roland went into his tantrums. He fought and he kicked and he spat. The three men that were holding him, that they could hardly hold on to him. And in the course of the evening, he broke Mr. Holloran's nose. And he also caused Father Rue's nose to bleed. So he, he was hitting them. Yeah, the first blows were accurate, quick and deadly. But Roland's eyes were shut tight. And when they said the Precipio, Roland urinated um, copiously, so like in large amounts. And um, when he was coming onto himself, he complained that there was a burning sensation. So throughout the evening there were four to five such urination sessions during <laughs> during the Precipio and during the exorcism. So several times he also farted, yeah, passed some some wind. Um, so that's nice. But Roland became, <sighs> yeah, Roland became quite vulgar. His language became abusive and dirty. So I said that he met one of the fathers in hell and stated that it was in 1957. Uh, it's very strange. Oh, yeah, and like he made everyone shudder with what he was saying. He spoke of his. Oh my goodness. He spoke of his. Mm, uh huh. So, so round, so firm. Uh huh. And um, then he. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell you. But then he pulled the towel from his um, lower half of his body and he was shaking his... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was... Oh gosh, guys. He was shaking his male reproductive organ suggestively. And um, he would talk about sex. Um, and talk about 
the abuse of sex and when Roland came to he, the men told him that he was using filthy language and Roland said he has never heard that expression in his life so Roland um, then went back to his you know like state and there were contortions and barking and singing and you know the usual and he finally fell asleep at half past two in the morning this poor guy like this poor child like seriously it sounds terrible terrible okay guys i am going to stop this one fairly soon because or else because quite possibly sorry um it will continue on for an hour so i'm going to make it rather like just over 30 minutes instead of like a solid hour um so guess what part four will be released well basically tonight as well i will record part four now after part three so thank you for tuning in um yeah <laughs> guys be safe out there and don't do anything stupid okay have a great evening bye